0: Moncrief on News Talk. Now then, do you remember this?
1: How are you? I saw the whole of the moon! Yes,
0: uh, the, um, the inimitable Father Noel Furlong there played by a very young Graham Norton and Father Ted uh, exhibiting perhaps the how not to do traditional music. An impromptu trad session on board a delayed Aer Lingus flight last week got a mixed response online and revealed a schism in Irish culture between celebrating traditional music and scoffing at the musicians and their diddly-eye tendencies. People took to X formerly Twitter in droves to ridicule the musicians on board. Some saying they'd rather the plane was hijacked than have to sit through that ruckus. Were where does this aversion to traditional Irish music come from and why is it so widespread? Etel Fox is a proud trad musician and producer and director at Tyrone Productions. She's on the line now. Etel, how are you today?
1: I'm great, Tom. How are you, Keith I'm
0: ben? very well, indeed. What, what do you think of this reaction to these poor men, um, poor, poor uh, cultist, cult or Aaron members uh, just giving people a little glimpse into our culture oh. on Ireland's flight? <laughs>
1: Do you know what, right? There is definitely, on the one hand, I will say, there is definitely an argument to be made for playing any sorts of music or singing any songs in a confined space where your audience wore, did not make the, the choice to go along and attend that particular performance at that given time. So like, I think that could be said, regardless of the genre of music that was being played in that situation. The other thing I will say is as well, I have great memories of being that age. They they were teenagers for the most part and they were brought, um, I think, from what I understand, to Germany as part of their cultist group to perform over there, which would have been a really exciting experience for them. And it's so lovely to see enthusiasm and excitement amongst that age group for their music and the passion. And we've all, we none of us know the context of that situation either. So we don't know, was it a case that there was a member of the airline staff who invited them to perform? Because that's certainly happened to me and my pals over the years when we were on planes. We were invited by staff to play a tune. So there's all sorts of things there. But I think what it really brought up was an overall really horribly negative attitude towards the tradition at large which is kind of disappointing sometimes. When it's you see also that.
0: very interesting. I mm. have been thinking about this a great deal mm. of late. And it's funny, I, there's a negative, there's a band called the Merry Wallopers who I think are brilliant and they're yeah. everywhere at the moment. But I know when I play them, I do get texts in um, with a particular four letter word in it. And mm. it just seems to cross something in the national psyche that there are some people who love it and some people who are almost suspicious of it.
1: Yeah, well, there's there's something known as cultural cringe. And I know that that was referred to in an article in The Times last week about a potential cultural cringe cringe that's so deep-seated that people don't even fully recognize that they have it within them you know and it's basically it's a la- feeling a lack of respect or, or regard for native languages or aspects of heritage and nearly a desire to be connecting or identifying with how things are done in other countries like most popularly maybe the Amer- you know the US yeah. and it's that sort of like we want to sort of shake off these parts of, of our of our ancestry heritage culture And maybe we don't even fully know that that's what we're trying to do, you know. Um, And and then there's a whole other group of people out there, including people like myself and yourself, who have an interest in the tradition and, and are enjoying seeing what's happening to it over the years, because I think, you know, it's one of the most exciting times for Irish traditional music at the moment. And um, it, within the genre itself, there are so many different approaches and styles. And whether you want to go hear, you know, Martin Hayes and the Gloaming or yeah. Frankie Gavin, two totally different gigs there, you know, or, you know, for example, the Bonnie Men or Lancome, like all really vibrant, exciting performers who have something to offer themselves, you know. Yeah. Um so, yeah, so to see that kind of commentary at large um, in, on social media was kind of like in some ways, I don't find it surprising because I've been listening to this my whole life, you know. Yeah. Um, but there's a language definitely around traditional music that's not, it's, that's quite derogatory in a sense. For example, the word diddly eye or that phrase, that's yes. hugely derogatory, hugely. Absolutely. And well, like... Where USA? do you think it
0: comes from? I I have been trying to get a head on where where it might come from and I was wondering is it that back in kind of through the forties and the fifties and the sixties, it mm. was something that was being foisted upon us. It was this that the, the state was emerging, church and state mm-hmm. hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to say we're, well, we, we speak Irish, we play Irish music, we're dancing at the crossroads, all those kind of things. And, and yeah. there's, you know, there's a bit inside loads of people saying, firstly, don't tell me what I like. That, that's, you know, never going to work. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then a little bit of you feel it. It's just these people are f- forcing it upon you. And, and that is still in existence in us somewhere.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting because nowadays I I don't think anyone could claim to, to have traditional music being forced upon them in 2023. Like, we're not really doing that. No, anymore, it hasn't you know.
0: happened in decades.
1: No, not in decades. And like, I mean, there's people of a generation who it never happened to. But I think that there's this misconception around what it actually is. So for example, a lot of people would think that it's something you associate with the pub yeah. and with drinking. Um, It's music that you drink to and speak yeah. over sometimes. Yeah. It's not seen as performative. Yeah. Um, It's not seen as a form of art yeah. or something that should be listened to and appreciated and, you know, it, um, critiqued or commented on in in that sort of respect but that exists that world actually is existing and like for many people Irish traditional music is a way of life and it's their passion and it's on the one hand, it's something they may have grown up with from a young age, but it's for many people, it's how they live their life. Um, you know, it's a huge part of their identity. And yeah. um, and I think it's quite disrespectful, whatever about commentary on social media, which can be overwhelmingly negative sometimes. Tends it's to for, be. Yeah, absolutely. But I think to write about it or to report it in national media like that is actually a little bit, um, it's um, irresponsible and under-researched, oh, you know. okay. Um, Just Mm -hmm.
0: to throw another side at it, okay, if you get onto the aforementioned plane and you take a short trip over to the UK Mm -hmm. um, and you find yourself, say, around a man called Jeff Travers, the man who signed the (laughs) Smiths, and he can't sign enough Irish bands. He's signing Lancome and, uh, you know, Lisa O'Neill and people like that. And they're saying there's something in those bands, there's some real... The connection with with humanity and where mm. roots where you know where their roots are in the soil is something you, you just it's unique quality that's a completely different view of of what other people here are going through for a shortcut
1: yeah absolutely, but like if you stand back from it right and you look at Irish traditional and folk music and where it stands today in the eyes of other people and the eyes of of a global music audience right it is arguably the most vibrant traditional or folk music that there is in existence at the moment in that we have a very living tradition that's basically a tradition that's it is, it nods to the past all the time. If you, you speak about Lancome there, like yeah. Lancome are singing songs from the past, but they're also creating new material and contributing to a tradition, to a body of work. So, you know, invariably you'll go to any traditional concert, whether it's a singer or an instrumentalist, and you'll hear a huge combination of music from the past, music that was collected by people in the 17 and 1800s in some cases. And then you'll also quite often hear newer compositions, right? And it is so So vibrant and fresh and and it's never going anywhere. I mean, if you look, you know, returning to uh, our friends from Cavan who were playing on the flight, those fantastic young musicians, they are very reflective of most towns around Ireland. There are groups and groups of young people taking up instruments all the time. There are music teachers who cannot get to the volume of students that are looking for classes. And that has to say something in itself.
0: Absolutely, I know I'm, I'm, mm. I'm against the clock, but I want to throw one more band into the mix here, and that is the go Pogues, okay. um, who go in and they take traditional Irish music and they throw in a punk rock kind of attitude to the whole thing. And suddenly you have mm. a genre of music, which not only takes the world by storm, but, but contributes songs that are some of the most beautiful songs ever written by an Irish writer.
1: Absolutely, and it's enviable for other people from other countries, you know. And there's a reason there's so many people from other countries taking up Irish traditional music and performing it and playing it themselves as well. We have something really special, and I do think that people in this country should embrace and respect it a lot more.
0: I, I <laughs> amen to all that. I will reflect. What <laughs> better say? There's loads of text community don't agree with the things that we're saying, Adele, and I'll get to them okay. in a minute. But That's Adele, fine. <laughs> exactly. Uh, thank <laughs> you very much for joining us, Adele Fox. There. Um, proud trad musician and producer and director at Tyrone Productions. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.